the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. What's the problem, Tim? <laughs> I thought it wasn't recording. Welcome to episode 115. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> We're going to talk about how to hold your vision, or hold a vision. Hold the vision. The vision of your life. <laughs> of your preferred reality of your next big dream, whatever it is that you want to create, how do you hold that vision and make it manifest? So the first thing that I think we need to point out is that if you would like something you don't currently have, it is required that you believe it before you see it. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're looking to create, If it's different from what you have right now, there's some required steps from getting to here to there. And I think that it would be really useful today on this beautiful December day where we're approaching a brand new year to share about how we create and hold our visions for our life. Things that we haven't yet created, but we know we want to. So that's what today's episode is all about. It's not about resolutions or even a word of the year, but it is about tapping into a new reality, which I think we all can on some level get excited about. I think the first time I heard the information this way, I felt like it was not a sham. Yeah, maybe like. It, you know, the information of like law of attraction of you have to believe it first. You have to think about it and feel how it'll feel now and then it will come. Mm-hmm. I felt backwards. But the more you research it, the more you experience, the more you do it, you realize that it does work that way, or at least it has in my experience. Well, everything is energy first. Yes. Thoughts become things. Everything happens twice. First in thought, and then it manifests. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this topic that we're discussing is one of the most important ones to remember and to practice and to lean into. So um, b- before we even talk about holding your vision, I think it's important to note that we technically need to create our vision. To me, that was one of the most difficult questions. What do you want? Mm-hmm. It's the most simplest question, and it's the most difficult to answer. What do you truly want? But I don't think it's a one-time question. It's a a moment-by-moment, each new day that comes, it is important and incredibly freeing to honor when asking yourself, what do I really want? The first time it was proposed to me, I gave a list of what I didn't want. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, that's what came up. And it was kind of relayed back okay well yeah that's what you don't want but what do you want and it's the opposite of that but at the same time i didn't that's not what i said i what i said was i don't want yeah it's what you were holding in your vibration i Mm -hmm. don't want to be stressed about this i don't want to be angry about that Mm -hmm. and anytime according to the law of attraction when we mutter those words or thoughts uh, what we hear is don't want to be angry and what the universal frequency picks up on is anger angry (laughs) frustrated like whatever words you're using Mm -hmm. and so that's why one of the reasons why each time i try to it's hard to talk about i don't want to be angry and not feel angry right 
Yep. Because you can think of all the reasons why you're justifying. That's the frequency you're emitting is anger. So even though you're saying you're you're prefacing with a don't, mm -hmm. you still emit the the energy or the frequency of anger. Yeah. Before you hold that vision of what you Mm -hmm. want, you need to create it. And when you create it, we need to be clear. We're not talking about what we don't want. We can use what we don't want as an indicator. It'll guide us back to what we do want. So to take the example of, I don't want to be frustrated all day long. Okay. Then what's the other side of that coin? At the same time though, it's okay to not know what you, what you want. I think it's okay. Absolutely. It's not like suddenly lightning bolts are going to come down, but without knowing what you want, you will not have a clear compass to get what you want. Correct. So if you're sitting there saying, I don't know what I want, that's then, good. That, well, I think it's okay because you're now recognizing the importance yeah, exactly yeah. of what you want. Mm-hmm. So you are bringing awareness and attention to it. That I need to focus on what I want. I need to find out what I want. I need yes. to think about, feel for what feels like the, like me. Right. And I think that is a great point. If you don't know what you you want, then it is now your full-time new side job project Mm -hmm. to explore. What do I want? Wouldn't it be great if blank? I love to feel like this. Here are some activities that put me into my zone of genius that make me feel the most alive and lit up. Those are things that I want. I want to feel blank, right? Putting Mm -hmm. your attention on the side of the coin, which is uh, what you prefer and not what you do not prefer. So back to my question, if you're leaning into, well, I just don't want to feel frustrated all day, every day, like I did in 2020. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is the starting point, but this is not where we stay. This is the problem mindset. We want to flip over to the solution zone. So if you don't want to feel frustrated, the question then becomes, well, what do you want to feel? Uh, I will use words like um, ease or allowing Mm -hmm. or in the flow. Carefree carefree, free spirited, mm-hmm. um, at peace, inner peace, peace of mind, um, cool as a cucumber. You can say that mm-hmm. you can, you can feel sure. any way you want. Yeah. So first, before we hold the vision, we create the vision. And in order to create the vision, we ask ourselves, what do I really, really want each and every day? You can ask yourself that even if you've created things you want, and now you're ready for a new chapter. You just keep asking yourself that. What do mm-hmm. I really, really want? And it will evolve and it'll change and that's okay. But bringing your awareness to it is the key to then creating it and manifesting it. So I think once we've created or conceived what it is that we want, it becomes really important to believe that it's possible to achieve it. Mm-hmm. It's possible to create that which you just dreamt up which you just Mm -hmm. created a vision for. And I think that that visioneering capacity is so important to point out. So if you have ever experienced your imagination running wild in the worst of ways, thinking about all the things that could go wrong, that's actually good news. That means that you have a powerful imagination and a powerful visualizing capacity. So the challenge here is to use it for good to put it to use to help you create more of what you want. If at any point in your journey, you've had that experience of living through uh, worst case scenarios or imagining things happening that you don't want, I'm here to say, turn off your phone. <laughs> okay. I'm here to say, um, that's good. And you can use that superpower for good and to create more of what you want. So, that's kind of the next step I think is visualizing and believing. So I think believing, um, first of all, sometimes it's difficult, 
But I believe that the reason you have those wild dreams, those desires, is because you can do it, mm-hmm. because you want to do it, and you and it can be done. I believe that um, that's why we feel that way. That's why we have that drive that that um, and sometimes contrast to push us in that direction. And it's easy to think that man, that dream's too lofty, or that that idea is too big. But I don't think it's too big. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's too big for you right now, but it's definitely getting you in the in the direction to get that. I have so much to say about that. Mm-hmm. For one, I sometimes have dreams and desires that I don't really care if they manifest or not. I just feel good when I think about them. I've talked about it on the show before. I call them a feeling generator. Mm-hmm. So. I understand that I could make this manifest and create the next project that is in my dreams, but it's not always about that action. It's about when you believe that it's possible, who do you become? Mm -hmm. And another thing that just came up for me is this idea of when you believe it, which by the way, I do participate in the word of the year trend where you go through and try to pinpoint one word that you would like to lean into. And it's kind of like the new version of a New Year's resolution that if you embodied that word fully, then it would help you to create all of the things on your goals and resolution list. And for me, that word this year, I believe, is a belief. (laughs) I'm not sure yet, but it's a little bit of a cliche word, like believe it. But I really do think that we've, you and I, Mm -hmm. we've lost touch with the power of belief. So I have a funny story about that. Okay. Um, our daughter. Yes, I know her. You know her. <laughs> Quite we well. <laughs> often call her the manifesting machine because yeah. she usually gets finds a way to get what she wants. She creates it. She does. She's been on a kick for RVs recently. <laughs> and one night she is just like a trap. Like she's asking these questions um, to us and it's phrased in a way like if you answer it, you're going to allow her to buy this RV <laughs> somehow. So we're, we're, we're kind of dancing around it because neither of us want an RV. And a few nights ago, I was laying with her in bed, and I thought, you know, there's a lot to learn from a child. <laughs> They're so much closer to the source than we are, and they know they just don't have these limiting beliefs. I hate that word, but they don't have these these things that we believe. So I just thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun if I could get her to talk about how she feels how much, how she would feel if she had the RV, what she wanted to do with the RV, you know, what are her dreams about the RV? And I just kept asking her these questions and she was just talking about them. And I thought, man, she's going to get that RV. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I am trying to talk her into a she shed that we could make together. Well, maybe you t- I don't ask need... her how she feel in the she shed, I guess. Oh but my gosh, I do not know. It was it. amazing though, because she was just going and it, it was effortless for her to, mm-hmm. to talk about all these things she's going to do with the RV and just, I don't know, it was really cool to see her just glide through. Yeah. Well, they've gotten on different kicks before for a while. She wanted a bunny and she, we never get a bunny. I was so glad that phase went away. Cause I just, she tapped in that feeling like, Ooh, it wouldn't feel good to have a bunny. Maybe that was it. And then for a while they were going to save up for a trampoline. They wanted a springless one like Mm -hmm. their cousins have because they're way quieter. There's different things that they've said they wanted. And I was kind of thinking about how we've dodged some bullets here and there with things. I finally got them to let go of. Did we, or did they tap into how they'd feel and they realized they didn't really want the trampoline. They wanted the experience. Yeah, possibly. Um, That's my goal with the RV. She realized, man, that's a money trap. I don't want that. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, there's lots of funny things. One is that I told her we could not get an RV at this house because there's nowhere to park uh, it. Of course, she had eight solutions. Of course, she did. Park it in our backyard. No, we can't do that. Park it at grandma's. Grandma already said yes. Buy oh another gosh. house and park it in front. <laughs> so buy another house that's bigger. And I was already like, oh my gosh, she is going to. Okay, so she's got ideas for days on that. But I was thinking about this idea that they have these big ideas and then they're they're not always made manifest. But if you list through some of the other things they've wanted that they've created. Mm -hmm. But it reminds me of this kind of saying that I never say to our kids, but I know that a lot of people have probably heard, which is don't get your hopes up. Mm -hmm. And I think this, the episode here today, episode 115 of the Lifted Life podcast is the opposite of that message. Like we're here to say it's time to get your hopes up because from that place of your elevated hopes, that's when the magic is created. That's when you can manifest your desires. It may not be exactly in the physical form that you intended. For instance, Olive wanted a bunny, but Mm -hmm. we instead have a puppy. Mm -hmm. It's very fluffy and she loves it very much. What if some of that energetic of the bunny turned into a puppy? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, We've talked about in our business in the beginning, we wanted so much. We wanted to do so many things. And the likelihood, if we would have got those when we asked for them, we weren't ready. There's no way that we would have been able to handle that. Well, for instance, if suddenly we were wiped out of our inventory and then our solid customer base, which has supported us and loves us and Mm -hmm. relies on us, they wouldn't be able to get their product. And then we're disappointing this. You know, that's kind of a more tactical example Mm -hmm. of what you mean by that. Mm Mm-hmm. If we would have gotten that, that might not have been such a good thing. And mm-hmm. instead, a lot of our business growth has been slow and steady, mm-hmm. um, climbing, not this crazy, huge exponential jump. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're here to say, get your hopes up. Get your hopes up because from that elevated vibration, you are magnetizing towards you more of what you want. And trust that what's meant for you will come. And it may not be exactly in the vision of what you had imagined, but it's not actually about the physical manifestation. It's about who you become Mm -hmm. and how you feel when you're doing it. So as you evolve on this journey of manifesting, holding the vision after you've created it, visualizing it, believing in it, you are actually changing as you go. And that changed version of yourself might find that it's something else you want, but that doesn't mean you failed. That doesn't mean you didn't do it right. It means instead that you were in the flow with all of life and allowing yourself to become that expanded version. And more than likely, what you end up getting is better than what you asked for. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a few more notes about the show, but I want to take a quick break to thank our sponsor for this week's show, and then we'll get right back to the content. So this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Bifidus Mood Boost. It's our bifidobacteria and prebiotic Uh, formula that is histamine free. And we keep getting more and more reviews about how much it's helping people who have headaches. And I just think that's a really cool point because headaches have been one of my big life, um, rivals. (laughs) I'm careful with my words. I know you're going to bust me up. (laughs) Anything we resist persists. Oh gosh, here we go. If you get frustrated about it, you're creating a new pattern around it. And then it lingers even longer. How can we accept this and move through it? But on some level, I don't believe we're here to suffer. And I think that a lot of that headache pain is a son of a buck. And I'm here to help people who are dealing with that. And I've tried all of our probiotics and I 
definitely feel like bifidus mood boost is the best one I've had for my headaches. And like I said, I just love reading people who say I couldn't take a probiotic because it gave me headaches, but not this one, or my headache frequency is down since taking this probiotic. That makes me really, really happy because I don't like headaches. <laughs> and also when we started the business, I, I didn't know there was a such thing as histamine-free probiotics. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So some yeah. strains of probiotic bacteria can be histamine producing in the body. And so it's not like they actually have histamine in them. It's mm -hmm. a matter of if they produce histamine once you consume them. Mm -hmm. So lactobacillus types of probiotic bacteria are more prone to being histamine producing in the body. So mm -hmm. by creating bifidobacteria only in that formula, plus the prebiotic GOS, which feeds those good guys and helps them to proliferate and so on and so forth, you are basically um, giving yourself the type of bacteria that is gentler on someone who deals with those issues. So I was thrilled to read multiple in a row, boom, boom, boom. And mm. instead of reading them all off, I'll probably share some on our social media this week and also just continue to kind of share that message because whew, I have said, so when I got through my anxiety and panic attacks, I was saying my prayer was heal me and use me. If I can get through this, I'm going to tell everybody about it. And that's what I've done with lifted and with the message of the gut brain connection and that feel good bacteria in our gut does impact our mental health. So I did that and then, you know, got, get, got through that hurdle. And of course there's another hurdle and it has been some headaches and I've explored some new, um, modalities and strategies that maybe I'll talk about in a future episode. But for now, I just think it's really phenomenal to know that this probiotic can help people who are dealing with that, which I've dealt with. I mean, I've said before, if I get a stomach ache, I laugh. <laughs> no big deal. My foot hurts. No problem. Lower back ache, son of a buck, but it's not that bad. When I get a headache, Tim, it blocks my creative flow and my vibrancy and my creativity. And those are all the things I prize the most. And so, um, I'm really working. Um, I'm allowing more and more healing to happen so that I experience less and less of those headaches. Sometimes they're just stress related. I get very heady and then I carry the weight of the world on my head. And I think it's a metaphor. And then sometimes I think it's other things. Yeah. Headaches are complicated. If mm -hmm. you try to, Oh, what causes headaches? Some people tell you take magnesium. Magnesium has never helped my headaches. Some people will say, you know, it's a food allergy. I've done all these different elimination diets. You know, there's so many different things mm -hmm. that can impact the headache, but it's good to know that we have a probiotic that is not going to contribute to them. Mm -hmm. If you are sensitive though, we still recommend going slow to start because headache can be a die off symptom. So if your microbiome is a little out of balance and you start taking a probiotic, you might have a couple of side effects like either even irritability or tiredness, um, a headache, bloating. Some of these are actually signals that your body needs that good bacteria. It's not a sign of this is the wrong formula for you. It's actually a sign that your body needs it and you can go really slow to avoid any extra issues with that. All right, now back to the show for real. Episode 115, holding your vision. What you got? Out of experience, most of is where most of our um, topics come from. This is true. Our experience with this, or at least mine, is recently we were talking about what worked and what didn't work for t uh, 2020 and moving forward. And I had realized that I had fallen out of the slump of, or falling into a slump of waiting for it to happen. I have this dream, these things I want to do. And when it happens, I'm going to feel so good. It's going to be so, so exciting. And I caught myself doing that. I said, well, 
yeah, we'll do this really hard work right now and, and then we'll wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's backwards. That's not what in yeah. alignment with what I've been saying and what I actually believe. Right. So what we're saying is all the, all the stuff we've been talking about, even we or even I fall out of it. Yeah, like of it, it's totally normal. I think it's, it goes back to that old belief of we got to work really hard yeah. and then it'll happen. Mm-hmm. And what we're here to say today is that to put some more energy into believing before you start taking all this action, mm-hmm. believe it's possible, believe you're worth it, believe it's on its way to you, believe it will be, um, not effortless, but an, uh, with ease done with ease and enjoyment or delivered in the right way at the right time. Right. Trusting the process, mm-hmm. trusting the flow. And from that place of belief, taking inspired action. Yep. And then from that inspired action, being willing to fully let it in. So one of the things I've done that maybe you talked about, it, I don't think it was one of the points is multiple times through the day, I try to stop and really feel what's going to feel like when those things are done and try to think about they're already done mm-hmm. and try to really tap into that feeling of, man, this feels so good that it's already here. That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I have, let's say you want to be a painter and you want to be making six figures or more from selling your abstract art. Mm-hmm. Just a, just an example, pulling out of the sky. Imagine that's already happening. You just crossed the six figure mark and you just sold a painting or two and it pushed you over it and you've been painting, you've been selling. Those are the things involved if that's what you want to do. And it feels so good and you feel so legit because you're doing what you said you wanted to be doing. How can you live into that mm-hmm. person right now? kind of reminds me of if you want to be a writer, write. If you want to be a painter, paint. If you want to be a marketer, market. It's funny you say that because I've been thinking about, um, obviously we've been around family a lot because it's been the holidays. And I overheard one of um, my nieces say something about, well, are you going to do that when you grow up? (laughs) Or like, what are you going to be when you get older? Or or something to that effect. And I'm sure they hear that all the time. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was thinking, man, that that's kind of messed up. That's like, because so you don't have to wait that long. Yeah, you, you can feel that way now. Think about it now, and sh- and collapse that time. You, you don't have to wait. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing on the end of the stick. It's not at the end of the road. Mm-mm. Feel it now. Be it now. Be it now, and it'll come. It'll come way faster than waiting till you're twenty years old or whatever age. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever it is that you imagine, how good it will feel to mm-hmm. do those things. Feel that way first. Believe that you are her or him Mm -hmm. and then lean into that inspired action. So the last point I want to discuss, I think it's a doozy. It's a good one. So we talked about holding the vision. We talked about believing it, but for as far as holding it, do you think that it's important to share your vision before Mm. it's made manifest or do you think you should keep it to yourself? So I've heard recommendations, especially in the beginning to not share. Because if you're a type of person that allows outside things to like, when you share with someone, they're like, that's a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. It can really kill your uh, vibe. It mm-hmm. can really kill your belief. If you're a type of person that doesn't care what people think and is like, watch me do it, that may, that may help you. Mm-hmm. But if you're a type of person that can be influenced by that, it may be better to wait. It's my personal opinion that mm-hmm. we are all human. Therefore, we are all influenced by outside mm-hmm. uh, but your character, your type is watch me. A little bit. 
I took that line from Bruno Mars. Yeah. I didn't make it up. If you don't myself. believe me, just watch. That's definitely <laughs> your MO. If you say something to someone, they're like, hey, can't do that. Like, watch. However, sometimes that fuels yeah. me. But I also want to share that there's some people that I've had the privilege of experiencing their energy. And no matter what I shared with them, mm-hmm. they were like, you're going to nail it. Yep. I can't. That's a great idea. I'm so excited for you. You got this. Mm-hmm. And there's other people that have a lot of questions. They have a lot of concerns. There's one to protect you. Yeah. But it doesn't really, none of this is personal. It's those people. And so my challenge for you, if you're trying to decide whether you should hold that vision to yourself or share it with someone is to think about the company and think about the people and not to take it personally, but to know, um, there's a little line we, I like to practice. Um, let's say it's about your uncle. Of course, my uncle said that that's mm-hmm. what my uncle does. Mm-hmm. Of course, my Grandma said that that's what grandma does. And so instead of taking everything so personally, we just know that that's, that's their tendency. That's based on their own experience. And so if you have a vision that is exciting you and you want to share it with someone, just simply ask yourself, is this someone that's going to be able to support and hold this vision during this vulnerable stage? Or another good point is it's your vision. It's not theirs. So don't be surprised if they're not excited because it's not their vision. Yeah. Even you sometimes like I'll have a big vision for the business, but I've been thinking about it and thinking. Uh And then when I finally present it, I expect like fireworks and Uh probably a gold medal, maybe a cookie, maybe a back rub. I don't know. (laughs) And and you're like, yeah, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, maybe this is gold. Mm -hmm. But of course I've been through it in my mind and it's to you, it's a brand new idea that you're just barely starting to chew on. So I think that, um, Consider the company and consider what you're wanting to get from them. Are you looking Mm. for validation? Maybe that's not the right person. Are you looking for their approval? Maybe it's not quite ready enough as far as to present to them. So I think it's okay to keep the idea to yourself. But I do want to say, and the idea of holding your vision, something I've been practicing has been to rewrite my goals every day because it brings them top of mind and it allows me the opportunity to tweak them a bit. Even Mm. if it's just a one word shift, I rewrite them every day instead of practicing looking at them and reading them off. I've learned when I rewrite them, I can literally allow the energy of the goal to go with me. And it is said that people who write their goals down are much more likely to achieve them than someone who does not write them down. And of course, allow me to assure you, someone who doesn't even make goals at all, you're much, much more likely to achieve them if you make them and write them. Mm -hmm. So instead of just hoping you'll land somewhere, uh, that's not the exact best way to hold or create a vision to change from where you are to where you want to be. You need clarity around it. And so that's why, um, when we create the vision, we lean into the belief, we practice the power of our Uh, imagination. We create that vision and practice thinking how we'll feel when we create it. And then we lean into it with inspired action. And then I think the really important last step to note is that we have to be open to receiving that which we say we want. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to say, I want this, I want this, I want this. But then if we block the flow with our energy, we block it with our belief that we're not good enough. We block it with, um, not truly being ready. Like you have to really ask yourself. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you want to find a partner, are you sleeping on half of the bed? Did you make room in your closet for them? Is the garage cleared out? Mm -hmm. I love that metaphor because I could see myself doing that. If I was a single lady on the hunt, don't believe me. Just watch. I'm about to find him and I'm ready. (laughs) Of course I, 
found you quite young, mm. so it's not really one I can prove that I did. But actually, I will say this. Now, this is kind of crazy. But I was a young teenage gal. I've been through the dating stream, dated a couple young men here and there, and I was fed up. I said, I looked up at the sky, and I said, God, I think I'm ready to find my husband. <laughs> and it was a few, just a few short weeks later that I started dating you. Really? Yep. Didn't know that story. Yep, I did. Manifested that man <laughs> at the ripe age of 15. <laughs> so it's a true story. Yep. Okay. What else you got? Something else to wrap up this show? Oh my gosh, it's a doozy. We'll call it the end of year. The end of year. Blowout. Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've been a parent, you kind of change the way you look at blowouts. I really like <laughs> I really liked your, your wrap up there because it's in total alignment with what we talked about in the beginning. And oh, I just thought it was a nice little bow on the Thank on the year and guys, on the podcast. There's that there's that shoulder rub and the metal <laughs> that I was looking for. I got it. All right. We appreciate you listening to the Lifted Life podcast. It's been a great year. We look forward to coming to you next year, 2021. We'll see you next week on Tuesday on the Lifted Life podcast. Take care. Bye.